Howdy, howdy, and a massive welcome to the Fanta Podcast. I'm your host, Lachlan Byrne, and boy, oh boy, do we have a ripping good chat to get into today. Let's go. Welcome back to the Fanta Podcast for our third episode. Uh, we've got West Coast's third pick in this year's draft, uh, Rep Bazo in the studio today. How you going, mate? Doing well? Yeah, good. Let's see you go. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, mate. Look a bit tired. The um, first week taking it out of you a bit. Uh, yeah, slowly. Slowly, yeah. Yes. Big session tomorrow, so I oh. reckon I'll be pretty tired tomorrow, yeah. Alvo. Well, I'll pick the right day then. So, obviously growing up, um, what was the reason behind going for the Bulldogs? And like, how's that change been? Obviously, maybe going for the West Coast more now, obviously. Yeah, so um, when I was about three years old, um, a game of footy was on TV. It was North Melbourne and the Western Bulldogs, and my dad went for North, so... And that was when Jason Ackermanis played at Western at the Dogs yep. and strange character he is. So mm-hmm. um, he had the different colour beard to hair and like when I was three years old, I just found it real fascinating. So Doggies win that game? Uh, I can't remember, but... Going to say, you would have seen a handstand at the end. Yeah, so. yes, but I don't know. That's kind of how it all come along, really. Yeah. Lucky you didn't watch it earlier. It would have been a Brisbane supporter. <laughs> Acker. Yeah. Um, so next one. Yeah, so coming from South Mandra... Um, you're the second highest pick out of that footy factory down there and the fifth overall with um, a few others going to the rookie draft and um, obviously Scott Gumbleton going pick two. Um, how was that playing there in year 10 and then moving to peel development and then um, how do you think your footy would have tracked if you had stayed there and played at Peel? Yeah, good question. Uh, I'm not really too sure. It's probably a bit of a tough one to answer but... Uh yeah, played that South Mandra from year four till year ten. Like played a couple of games in year ten. Obviously, um, moved to Guildford that year, so yep. um, didn't get much for footy down there. In but yeah, I think uh, it's pretty tough to answer. But I don't know. I feel like at um, Guildford and Swans, it's got given probably some more opportunities. Um, yeah, I, um, it's a pretty tough question to answer. Yeah. Not so sure. Yeah. yeah. So why was it? Guildford and obviously Swans. Why was that the move, and um, how did it come about? With like, how was the decision made? Yeah, so I can't. Um, a guy from Swan District, Greg Harding, obviously came and approached me and my family and yep. offered a scholarship to go to Guildford and um, to play for Swan District. So it was a pretty good offer to not to turn down. So obviously um, accepted it and went there. I think it was a month later or something. So. Yeah, got settled into Guildford pretty early and um, went to Swannies. So, yeah, um, really enjoyed my time and loved it. So, loved yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, so how much easier did it make moving to Swannies, like, as well as Guildford, with a few of the Guildford boys at Swannies already? And, um, like, how much easier does it, do you think it made um, going there with a few boys behind you that you already knew? Yeah, it was a little bit easier. I think I still didn't know many people, but yeah, I think it was, like, Lyle and Angus... Loris in there so kind of just tagged along with them for the first couple sessions and um, then I slowly met everyone but yeah look it was a it's a good transition um, they're all good blokes all welcoming so love my time there as well it's good yeah um, so with as well boarding um, how's that helped you obviously haven't moved out yet um, completely but um, how did you think it's going to help you move into a different environment now into west coast Obviously not on the same level, but um, has that 
bigger change kind of settled you in a little bit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably, um, see, when you're a boarding school, you learn to live away from home and do certain things. Like, you know, your independence really grows. So, yeah, uh, taught me a lot of things at boarding school, which will probably hopefully put me in good stead um, living away from home and my first, hopefully my first couple of years at West Coast. So, yeah, um, uh, boarding's definitely, it was definitely a good help. And, uh, yeah, just thankful for the opportunity I had there. Yeah, and then with boarding also comes, like you've obviously played Waffle, played State, played all Australian games, but those Borders versus Day Boys games, how much are they going to help you on the big stage at the MCG? Yeah, um, probably a very competitive game, that one. So yeah. A lot, yeah. lot on the line. Yeah, a lot a on like the line. A bit like a grand final. Yeah. Um, they do say at the start of the game, you know, no contact, all that, but I think that just goes out the window. Yeah. yeah. I Go remember on. the first play of the game, got absolutely crunched and... Yeah, I was just, you know, saw red, so... Good wake-up. Yeah, good wake-up wake up call, call yeah. and the boarders got the win at the end of the day, so yeah. it's all it's all. As sure. we always do. Um, another Guilford question, I think it might be the last one. Um, how much do you think Framey screaming at you for your uniform will help you, like, make sure you get the right kit on at West Coast and, <laughs> like, for the plane? Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been there. Yes, I think many people have, yeah. Yeah, yeah Framey um, always getting into people when he was there for wrong uniform wrong socks etc but yeah um, I don't there's there's a dress code at West Coast but yeah. obviously um, I don't think it's as strict as what uh, not as strict is, as framing yeah, not no. as strict as framing so yeah yeah so we'll kick on to Swans um, so obviously your dad played with Swans and like massive career there and a couple of other clubs later on um, getting to wear the same number how did that come about and like did it mean a lot to you as well obviously it would but um, just how did that unfold? Yeah, so um, 2019 obviously went to Swannies and uh, went there, played some futures, some 16s games and then at the end of the year was um, lucky enough to play a bit of Colts and first game I played, um, the captain who was at the time was Cade Waldrop, he was number one and he didn't play so I got to wear number one and then he come back for like the last three games of the year and I got chucked into 35, the KD number, you know, yeah. that big KD number. So, um, yeah, it was probably something they were always aiming to get me into number one and uh, something I was always hoping for. But yeah. uh, at the time, it was pretty tough. Obviously, Cade probably was there a bit yeah. longer than me. And then the next year, he was too old for Colts and I just went straight into number one and yeah. worn that for the last two years. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, so obviously at Swans and Guildford as well, playing a bit of forward and back. Um, how do you think that'll hold you? How do you think it has helped with um, draft rankings, obviously getting drafted as a defender? Um, do you think it's almost turned them off a little bit with you, not with them not being able to get to see as much of you playing back? Or do you think it's helped them see you as maybe a versatile down the line? Yeah, good question. I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. Cause I think there's some recruiters who will probably... Uh, halfway through the year we're probably seen enough of me playing forward and probably knew I was more of a defender so yeah probably a few recruiters went that way but at the same time to play AFL you've got to have good versatility and be able to play in many roles and positions so I think it's yeah it's I think it's a bit of a split decision half and half really so um, yeah I think it for personally for me it was it was a re- it was a bit of a roller coaster year playing in different positions and Good, good learning experience and um, 
hopefully puts me in good stead going forward, hopefully playing, um, you know, if it ever happens in an AFL game, I'll have it up my sleeve, so yeah. I can go to that if needed. And then with, obviously, Swans and Guildford and State, how did that balance um, come with, like, balancing the games you have to play for, obviously, PSA and um, it's obviously the lower level, so how did that, was it more of an enjoyment thing and you try and get something out of it and play as well as you can because people will still be watching it or is it just like a take every game the same um just try and obviously play best and um yeah how does it how does it balance with you how did it balance with you last year or this year um yeah good question again um yeah it's it's not really much you can really do about it. obviously if you have to kind of have to play psa um it was it was pretty tough during the year playing through three different teams in a matter of three weeks so um, yeah, I kind of just took every game as it came, really, bring the same effort, same energy. Um, I know pr- probably, yeah, had a bit of an average middle part of the year. And, um, yeah, so once I kind of got that consistency right um, towards the end of the year, played some good games of footy, um, yeah, down back in the in the role that I was pretty comfortable with, I was, I was pretty, yeah, pretty happy. Yep. Um, so how was it, obviously, missing the curtain raiser for the grand final, but how was it getting to actually play on Optus as well with the Colts granny? Yeah. Good? It was a bit of, bit of a um, weird week, that one. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of a um, vote went out whether you, you want to play in the curtain raiser or play in the prelim and obviously play in the, at Optus the week later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a f- few... Um, tough decisions there but obviously um, wouldn't change it for the world obviously got to play there the next week and won the flag so yeah, don't so get a medal for playing curtain razor yeah exactly so yeah. it was amazing good yep. good day there so yeah it's good to have a few of the boys down on the fence too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the Swannies boys the uh, the ultimates as we call them yep. but you know Nick Greenland Bushby Chap you know the ultimates yep. so they are there every um every, they were there cheering on um the culture there was was just amazing and probably driven by them a fair bit um mm. but at the same time it was just a real good group to play in and i'm um, gonna miss it yeah um so moving on to state um that laugh lane game really obviously helped yourself uh, with the draft and how much did it do for confidence and like relieving a few nerves going forward knowing you can like really impact yourself against well obviously the best your age and the best in the draft yeah uh, definitely it was a real good for the confidence probably didn't really play a good consistent game of footy up until that so to get that in and I think that probably really set me up for a good second back half of the year um, enjoyed enjoyed that game really I just love it was kind of back to myself I'd like to say just yeah confident and um, yeah really set me up for a good second half of the year as I just said and um led me to play a few more good games of footy towards the end of the year and um, just know I, I always knew I could probably do it against the um, best in the, in the country so it was just a matter of flicking the switch and getting it right really. Yeah and then doing it again over in South Australia as well yeah help as well um, yeah I didn't actually play in that oh, yeah, game that's right. yeah. so obviously um, playing against those other players and watching them get drafted um, and playing with them couple of years before in the under 16s all australians yeah um 
how was it to get recognised with them like early on in comparison to maybe um, being a bolter this year? Like, how did it sit with you to be recognised early and then have to perform over a longer period of time? Yeah, it's it's probably at the time you do feel good about yourself and um, when you get selected in those teams, but obviously it doesn't come for no reason. You played some yeah. decent footy that carnival, so yeah, um, it was good at the time and obviously you do put a bit of expectation on yourself after that that you got to perform and you've been recognised in that elite group so it was just um, back to the same old thing for me really just work hard and the results will come and yeah it's, it was a good journey yeah and then so in that um, all Australians team um, I think there was four or five WA boys picked and then 14, 15 picked um, in the draft this year did you expect that much of a change from um just a few years before, like having that much growth in the WA, WA side? Yeah. Uh, I, I th- always thought we had a pretty reasonably strong um, draft class for WA, so yeah, it was just a matter of probably where people were going to go. I think we always had the talent. Our team was pretty, um, state team was pretty handy this year, so it would have been good to test ourselves against like the Vic, likes of Vic and the other teams, so um, but unfortunately, couldn't get those games away. So, yeah, yeah I think it, it. Not, I wasn't really surprised to be honest. It was a yeah. Just, I'm really pleased for all the other boys as well. So, um, I think we had a fair few in the first round as well, which is which is real good. So, yeah, yeah. And then, um, as well as that, the AFL Academy game. Um, testing yourself against the best in your country, your age is always good. But to test it against bigger bodies that are on a list or probably going to be on a list um, with Geelong and um, how do you take that going forward playing on players like Darcy Ford and Sam DeConing and stuff how is that? Yeah um, a bit of a weird preparation for us WA boys because that weekend was the weekend where um, I think we went into WA was in lockdown when we were in Victoria so um, I think it was about 10 o'clock the night before we had to get a we got a text message meeting in the like the I don't know like the foyer thing, and um, we were told that we weren't going to play the game the next day, and we we're all pretty down. Obviously, mm. that was the reason we were there in the first place. So yeah, yeah, but so obviously we couldn't really get a COVID test done in time and get the result before the game because we had to drive to Geelong from Melbourne, which is an hour, and yep. all that. There was a fair bit of complication there, so we all had to isolate in the room and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we were up f- till about 12, mm. and then we get a knock on the door, and it was um, the doctor with the COVID test, yeah. so we had to do that, and um, as soon as we got that done, we all headed to bed and tried to get some sleep, because we were still a chance at playing the next day, yep. and at about f- oh, 5.30, 6 o'clock that morning, we got a um, knock on the door, and the, the COVID results were come through negative, so we all... Beauty. Sort of got ready and yep. try to play that, and um, we drove down to Melbourne separately from the team because they left before us. Yeah. Um, so we all got in a car, two different cars, and drove down. And yeah, personally for me, it was the first time I really played against men, so good experience. So obviously got pumped on the day. Yeah. Um, Put that down to the lack of sleep. I yeah. Reckon. <laughs> Uh, I think we we struggled a bit that day, and they had some fairly good players playing. So, 
good learning experience, not just for me, but the whole group, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously move to the draft, the big talking point this week. Um, where were we watching the draft from and like who were you with in the room and like what was the feeling? Um, obviously, because you probably went a bit later than some people might have thought. Was it sort of riding on every pick, just like, um, oh, is this one going to be me? Or is it? did you find out a little bit earlier from a manager or something? Yeah, uh, so I was at my house in Mandra. Um, I had some family friends around and mates. Um, they come up from Levers to, to watch with me, which is good f- from them. Um, good effort. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. Yeah, because probably, as you said, not only me, but I think my manager and stuff as well were probably expecting to go a little bit higher. But um, it was a pretty, yeah... Like always, I was always reasonably confident that I was hopefully going to get picked up and yep. get a list. But yeah, towards the uh, once like West Coast first pick in the second round, I think it was thirty one. Yeah, when Brady, was, yeah Brady yep. got picked up, I was starting to get it real nervous. Mm. And then I got a text from my manager. It was like I think West Coast are pretty interested in you. And the next pick was thirty seven, obviously. And yep. Heard my name called out there, and it was just really relieving. Um, yeah. Got to celebrate with family and friends, and literally uh, five minutes after I um, got picked up, I got a call and just explaining everything. And my head was still, you know, going ballistic. So yeah, yeah, um, just yeah, really weird feeling, and just yeah, it was great. And obviously, six picks later, might have held on for the doggies. A bit disappointed, <laughs> or just still didn't even think about it. Yeah, oh, to be honest, yeah, I didn't really think about it at all. I think I just got picked up on an AFL list and was just stoked. But yeah, I think it was Arthur. Yeah, six picks. Yep. Yeah, forty-three. So, yeah. Yeah, so not a bad club to go to. But mm. I'm just I'm, I'm stoked to go to West Coast, get to stay home and the family and friends, and it's just probably one of the biggest clubs in the AFL. So I'm just so stoked to get there and excited for what the future has to hold. Yeah. So did you interview with the doggies at all? Or yeah. Um, so, how did that go leading in? Was it a bit more nervous than the other ones, or even, or more excited, or how did it? Did it go as planned or as expected, or was it a bit just stock standard? Yeah. So, the doggies. Yeah, I think I spoke to them twice actually. So, the first one was pretty good, pretty chilled out, just getting to know you kind of thing. Yep. And then the second time was the week of the AFL Grand Final because obviously all this most of their staff was over. Yeah and then met up with them so yeah just it was pretty nervous the second time yeah um always probably going to be a little bit more nervous as the team i go for and yeah that kind of thing so yeah but no nah, they're they're all good fellas at the bulldogs so um yeah it wasn't wasn't too bad yeah so can to keep a few forwards quiet from there then yeah hopefully yep. you never know in the future they've got some good forwards like norton and jamara yeah um so would have had a lot of interest from we have a fair few clubs around the comp. Um, many weird questions or just unexpected things they might have said? Y- yeah, there was a weird one from the Gold Coast. I think oh, it, of course. Yeah. I think it was uh, if you were to write a book on your life, what would the chapters be? Yeah, right. That was probably one of the weirder ones I got. Like, you're probably not really expecting that yeah. question when you're a 17 year old. Can't really prepare yeah, for don't it. Don't really prepare for it. And yeah. Yeah, puts you on the spot a bit. No, it took me a while to answer that, but yeah. Any good answers from that one? Um, I can't actually remember what I said now, but yeah, it was probably it was pretty short, like only four chapters or something. Yeah. yeah still pretty young, so. Yeah. Um, 
So obviously in the WA group chat after the draft and during the draft, um, how was the feeling? And but with so many blokes going everywhere, like was it a bit ballistic? Just phone going off, or obviously it would have been going off anyway. But um, how was the group chat and the feeling? Given everyone basically got picked up. Yeah, I think um, after every WA person got picked up, it was kind of just like everyone was sending in like well done and all that and supporting them even like for the fellas that didn't get picked up unfortunately they were still upbeat and yeah. bring some good energy so um, it would be tough for them so um, yeah it's just the way that our we had a really tight group so yeah um, we got around everyone and yeah it was just good good feeling to be you know you got your support there yeah and then um so with West Coast as well, with the interest, how much did they show in you? And was there two in- two interviews as well, or was it a couple more, a couple less, uh, one less? Or um, how did that go? And did they give you any inkling before the draft they might get you if you're available, or was it more of a like on the day sort of thing? Yeah, I spoke to them in August or like early December, early September. After that first date game, uh, that was the only time I spoke to them and. Yeah, didn't have really any idea I was going to go there. I was probably more expecting to go to a um, team over east, yep. speaking to my manager and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it was it was probably more on the day, like literally like a couple of picks before me. Yep. Andrew, my manager, texted me and said, you're a chance to go there. So it was, um, yeah, didn't have really have an idea that I was going there. But, um, yeah, just stoked to be there now. Yeah. Um, obviously with your mates there how good was it saying Chip down there yesterday and like did it did you have did it really sink in that that would be a, another positive to come out of staying at home or was it more of a thing that hit you yesterday the day after week after the draft yeah so two of my mates come down the open training session and watch me for the first time yeah it was just it's good to have my mates there and um, be able to hang out with them whenever I want really um yeah, it was just good to see them down there and obviously we got to see them after the session was done. and um, Yeah, so it's, it's good to have them there, as I said, and good good support base here now, which is which is good going forward. Yep, a couple of fans already. Yeah, yeah there's a few, a few people, a few fans there. Probably not for me, but um, <laughs> you never know for the future. Yeah, so we'll move on to West Coast then. Um, how was the first day, like first rocking up, how was the... First impressions of the club, probably would have got a tour, met a few people. So how was, obviously that would have been a bit overwhelming, but how was it just rocking up? Who'd you meet and how was the first impression really? Yeah, so got picked up obviously and then got a phone call about five minutes after and um, Serge Ian Miller, he's like the the, um, development people there with Drew Petrie, they came to my house like a couple of hours after. Um, spoke to them about a few things and they said like obviously we have to get a COVID test on Friday morning so like the next day and we then we went to the club and had a bit of a tour um, then we did some media later that day um, met a few people and like obviously all the fair few of the boys reached out to me when I got drafted and sent me a message and yeah it was just really good and good to I know be welcomed into the group pretty easily so it's, yeah it's good yeah so was there any specifics you were like pretty keen to meet and like specific people and people you're going to be playing with was anyone there you wanted to meet and did they more or less meet expectations or um, 
bit overs, bit unders, or like how was that actually like meeting him? Yeah, um, I was pretty keen to meet Tommy Brass. I think he's a bit of a bit of a rue, as I like to say. I think yep. I, yeah, look up to him a bit. So oh, it was pretty cool to meet him. Um, I haven't met McGovern yet. He hasn't really been in the club. Yep. It's only the one to four year players yet. But just like yeah. It, not really, yeah, apart from, I guess, those two, because I kind of, where I play and learn off them, it was probably, I was just excited to meet everyone, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were all welcoming. I've met most of the group now, probably just a few of the older boys that haven't come in yet. I'll probably meet on Monday when they all come back, so, yeah. Yeah, was it good, like, as well at training and stuff? You haven't had the main session yet, but... Was it good just seeing how these blokes go about it? Like, actually, on the training track, um, seeing them get up and running, like, was there any, like, jeez, I'm in a really, like, good environment here. Is it, like, more, like, really looking forward to it now that you're, you know, like, obviously Swans and State would have helped, but being a really professional environment and being able to get down to it? Yeah, as you said, I think, like, so far it's been it's been good to, to witness see what how everyone goes about it and whatnot but like not the whole group's not there yet so it's probably a bit hard to to watch like a few certain people yep. um, that i'm probably more interested in than others to be honest with you but yeah it's it's been good um seeing what what they do like outside of footy like whether they get massages or like how often they recover and all that and different kinds of things so yeah, it's it's probably a bit, still a bit early to, to comment on that, but I'm sure we'll find out a bit more in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So with the obviously it's a big thing when you get drafted. Um, probably the couple of weeks after you find out what number you got and who your locker buddy is going to be. How's that? How have you found that? And how did it, did you get a choice? Did you just get given one, or um, how's that gone down for you? And who have you got either side of you? Yeah. So Kiana, we just went in draft order. So. Campbell went first, then Hoffy, then me, and then Jack, and then it was Greg, obviously. So got number 33, which I like. I reckon it's pretty good. Good WA number yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, next to me, he's got big Baz Williams. Yeah. And then the other side's Jack Williams. Oh, yeah. So I'm in the middle of the Williams fellas. Yeah, yeah so. Have a little read of the locker as well, so you heard it before. Yeah, I think there's um, there's not many names on my one. Yeah. But hopefully I can. I think it's. Josh Hill was on there. Dean Kemp and Phil yeah. Matera, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so how does it feel to have like a number like that at West Coast as well with obviously Phil being a probably five-time leading goal kicker and Dean Kemp, I think, might have won a Normie um, or a um, best of Ferris for the club in a premiership year. Is it yeah. like just going to be exciting to have it or yeah, something to live up to? It's probably some big sh- shoes to fill, but yeah, exciting to start my own journey and hopefully stick my name in that locker as well. Yeah, well, you will. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a couple of Q&A questions. Um, so we'll get stuck into them. First one is from Darcy Miller. Um, do you f- see a future with Miller and Connor West? <laughs> yeah, the open training session yesterday, Westy signed Darcy's hat. Now Darcy, I think he's got a bit of a crush on him. Oh, so. Fanboy. A bit of a fanboy for Westy, so... You know, you never know if Darcy pulls his finger out. It's yeah. a chance. <laughs> um, Bray and Ethan have sent in Bray or Ethan. <laughs> um, tough question. I can't really. Yeah, I'm not going to pick one. Not going to pick one. They're all 
five good fellas. So yeah. Yep. So that means Ethan Bray. Sorry. <laughs> um, Morgan Lee has sent in. How's it feel to be drafted to a successful team that's been good for like such a long time now? Yeah, it's pretty good. Obviously, um, to get drafted to West Coast, one of the most probably the one of the richest clubs and one of the biggest clubs in the whole league. So. Um, just a powerhouse club. I'm excited to really see how it goes, and yeah, it's amazing. So Bray's also sent in. Um, is Matthew Boyd a good punting idol? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all he does really. Yeah. To be honest with you, Boyd, like he's, he, I think he got his tonsils out the other week. So yeah, for two weeks straight, he was just sending me all these multis. His tips. Was, yeah, yeah, all these tips and all these multis that he's won. So. He loves a punt, so yeah. Um, Ethan's sent in one. Um, were you tempted to ask Arthur Jones if you wanted to swap clubs so you go to the doggies? Oh, nah, not really. <laughs> I was pretty happy at West Coast, not going to lie. I was yep. just, yeah, stoked to get there. Um, CJ Hutton sent in, where does the nickname Bear come from? Yeah, so when I was a young and my mum used to call me Rep Bear mm. and <laughs> my mates kind of, just took it on board? Yeah, took it on board and tried to pull the piss out of me a bit. So I think it kind of stuck and everyone just calls me Bear, really. Yeah. So Yusuf sent in. Um, how does it feel to sleep next to Yusuf at Levers and also any sponsorships? Uh, yeah, it was, it was. I didn't actually really sleep with him that much. He was always getting getting with birds and stuff. So. Oh, good man. Yeah, so old Yui was just had his, had his um, hands full at the time. And um, not not really yet, but hopefully there's a few lined up. I've got to sort out with manager and stuff, so yeah. Yep. Um, Max Chipper has sent in, Hey Bear, better left peg, me or Ozo? Uh, I can probably got to go Max. Got to go with oh. my team, mate. Yep, Send, since he sent it in. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with Maxie. Sorry, Ollie. Yeah, sorry, Ollie, cousin. <laughs> um, Oscar Hindbaston. Who gave the best haircuts in the boarding house and why? I reckon I know who he wants to answer. Yeah, wants obviously he wants me to say him, so I'll go with you, Oscar. Yeah, and yeah. I'll go with Rocky because I never got one off you, Oscar, so give me one and we'll see. <laughs> but that is all we've got for the Q&A and the other questions, but there is one last one. Um, have you been added to the West Coast group chat yet? And any ideas on the first message if you haven't sent it already or is there too many nerves to even think about it yet? Yeah, so I've been added to the group chats, yeah. But as you said, still got a bit of a time time thing, you know, for the right time to send the message, you know, I haven't sent one yet. So, yep. yeah, um, yeah, a bit of a waiting game, I think. Yep. Alrighty, cheers for coming in, mate. Looking, well, I'm definitely looking more hydrated after a couple of Matzos. And cheers to Matzos for keeping us hydrated today and the next, I think, five episodes. So... That's all we got for t this week, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me, mate. No worries.